It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Kilowatt. My name is Bodhi, and I am your host. And I got two things for you to, to start the show off. First, uh, I'm on a new medication, and apparently one of the side effects is it makes you dizzy, and you get a uh, kind of like this heavy cloud feeling, and it's kind of hard to think. So I stopped taking it because my doctor said, if you start feeling these things, stop taking it. I stopped taking it uh, on Thursday night, and so I haven't taken it since Thursday, but I'm still having these side effects. So if I sound a little goofy, if I trip up on my words more than normal, uh, that's probably why. Not 100%, but likely. And then the second thing is, is that there wasn't just, there wasn't a lot of really compelling news this week. Next week's going to be completely different because of course that's Tesla's earnings report. But this week, just not a lot of, not a lot of interesting news. So I apologize about that. And as a way to say, I'm sorry, we're going to skip through all of the other stuff that I usually do at the beginning of the show. And we're going to jump right into the news. First up. Microsoft is investing $2 billion into autonomous driving because, of course, they are. <laughs> Why wouldn't they? Every other tech company's doing it. So is this a case of FOMO? Uh, maybe. Microsoft is specifically interested in transportation as a service. So basically, if you, if you don't know what that is, and you can probably figure it out, like the Adobe Creative Cloud, you have to pay a monthly subscription fee. And then you just get access to, you know, all of the creative cloud software products. So to simplify this even further, because I think I'm confusing everybody. If you can't afford a car or you just don't want to own a car, like you live in New York and you don't want to deal with parking and paying for parking and all the fees that go with that, you can pay a monthly fee, probably need to pay something up front, pay a monthly fee. And then you have access to a car based on however much time you purchased or whatever. I'm sure that there's a million different ways to configure it, but that's basically what Microsoft's looking at. Moving on to Rivian. Rivian has raised an additional $2.6 billion. This investment round was led by T. Rowe Price, Fidelity, Amazon's Climate Pledge Fund, and many others. To this point, Rivian has raised $8.2 billion, according to Crunchbase. So why are they raising money? Well, the obvious answer seems like because they can. And honestly, I feel real confident it's just because they can. I don't think they're they're short on money at this point. 
But the R1S and the R1T, they are going into production this summer. Uh, I think they have Rivian stores planned or the experiences, whatever they're calling them. And then also, and this is probably closer to the real answers, I think they're getting ready to IPO. And whether they're going to do that the old-fashioned way or they're going to use some sort of SPAC, which is Special Purpose Acquisition Company, only time will tell. But, uh, yeah, it's something to keep an eye on, especially if you're an investor. Although this is not investment advice because I don't give investment advice because I'm a big dummy. Moving on, there were a lot of just little small EV announcements that I don't necessarily even think needed a whole article. So I'm just going to run through them real quick. Porsche has just released the most affordable Porsche Taycan yet. It's a rear drive model, and it will go anywhere between 267 and 300 miles, depending on the battery you choose. The price, $81,250 to start, and that's the most affordable one. So good luck. Lincoln will reportedly release a EV Lincoln Corsair in 2026. Uh, cool. BMW will reveal a new EV in 2021. <laughs> I told you the news was going to suck this week. Mercedes showed off their new EV. I'm going to be honest with you. This is not a sexy car in the least. <laughs> like, um, it's not sexy. It's not, it doesn't even look like a Mercedes, to be honest with you. It, it looks like a really low end car when it when you just look at the pictures, but it is a more practical car, especially for the European market. I don't know if it's going to come to North America, but goodness gracious, this car is underwhelming for 47,540 euros or $57,620. You'll get a bit over 260 miles range. And for that price, the range needs to be significantly better. That is, that is terrible. At this point in time, like I understand that Tesla had a head start. And as many of you know, I like Tesla, but I am not a Tesla defender. But if you can't compete at $57,000, if you can't conf- compete at least 300 miles, um, there's not a really big compelling reason for people to buy your car. And maybe that's what you want. I don't know. Um, I get it. Like all these auto manufacturers laughed and said, you know, uh, what Tesla's doing isn't going to work. And I think what's proving out is what legacy automakers, what they're doing isn't, it's just not working. The closest would be Ford and VW. They're the ones obviously uh, having a better go at that transition. And then Chevy has the Chevy Bolt, of course, and that's been fairly popular, but then they really don't have anything else that's terribly compelling. They've announced some things, but they really don't have anything that's like, ooh, I really want that car. But perhaps the most exciting news in this particular segment, DeLorean Motor Company may start producing DeLorean EVs at a very low volume. So this is exciting. They just received permission from the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration to start selling replicas of the original DeLoreans that were produced more than 25 years ago. And I am 100% positive that Ryan McCaffrey of the Ride the Lightning podcast is thrilled about this news. Do you have a plan to capture carbon from the air? If you do, then contact Elon Musk because he wants to give you $100 million if it actually works. According to Elon's Twitter, we'll get more details this week as I'm recording this on a Sunday morning. In the meantime, dust off your proposals and get those PowerPoints ready. 
SpaceX is planning on converting old oil rigs into launch pads. This isn't, this isn't actually a new idea. This, I guess, has been bantied about uh, for years now, which I think, I think it's cool. SpaceX purchased several offshore drilling rigs for $3.5 million apiece in 2020. You know, I'm going to reach out to Jessica Kirch and see if we can get her on the show next week to discuss this. Maybe not next week because that's the earnings report, but maybe the week after to discuss this and the Serial 9 rocket test for SpaceX. But if you want to hear it straight from Jessica, then go to Jessica's YouTube channel. Just search for Jessica Kirsch, K-I-R-S-H. Looks like Tesla executives will discuss launching in Pakistan. Sounds like they're actually holding discussions with the Pakistani prime minister. So that's exciting. I wonder if Tesla would use their proposed, quotes, uh, plant, air quotes, in India to supply Pakistan with vehicles. Maybe some smart analyst will ask that question on the earnings call on Wednesday. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Something that's sure to be brought up is Tesla is now selling their own solar inverter. They're offering the inverter in two different sizes, 3.8 and 7.8, which I'm sure is going to work really well with power walls. I mean, I'm sure it's just going to, and I'm not being sarcastic. It sounds like I'm being sarcastic, but I'm sure this is going to work spectacular with Tesla power walls. And speaking of power walls, Tesla has increased the price of the Tesla power wall yet again. But don't worry, they're only increasing at $500. So I went on to the Tesla configurator for power walls. And it would cost me $19,000 for two power walls just for my house. Now, I have two uh, systems 
PV systems on my house for a total of 9.2 kilowatts. So the breakdown looks like this. It's $15,000 just for the power walls. It's $1,000 for the gateway and $3,000 for installation. I would get some incentives that would be right around $4,400 federal, $3,600 for SRP, which is my power company, for a total of 11396 but I'd still have to find that $19,000 to start with. Tesla has reduced the price of the Model 3 by about 8% in some European countries. The savings really varies from country to country, but on average, it's 8%. But that's good news for Europeans. And then Gigafactory Texas has taken delivery of a Gigapress. And I was like, why if Gigafactory Texas or Giga Texas is built, why, if they're only building Cybertrucks, why are they taking delivery of a Giga Press, which is for the Model Y. Well, apparently they're going to start producing Model Ys at Giga Texas before they produce the Cybertrucks. Did anyone else know this? I didn't know this. I'm a little surprised, to be honest. I thought it was just going to be the Cybertruck, maybe the Roadster, possibly the Tesla Semi. I'm quite surprised. Here's an annoying headline from my local newspaper. Two dead after Tesla crashes into tree near 56th Street and Grover's Avenue. This article was a total of 101 words, and it contains no real information. So here's the article, and then we'll go ahead and discuss it. Two people died after a Tesla sedan crashed into a tree Friday in Phoenix. According to Sergeant Andy Williams, a Phoenix police spokesman, the crash occurred around 1 p.m. near 56th Street and Grover's Avenue. When officers arrived, they found a Tesla sedan colliding, collided into a tree, causing significant damage, Williams said. Significant damages in quotes. The occupants of the vehicle, a man and a woman, were pronounced dead at the location by the Phoenix Fire Department personnel. According to Williams, the investigator, the, excuse me, according to Williams, the investigation is ongoing and the intersection will be closed for several hours. While the investigators are on scene, the victim's names have not been released. So here's my problem with this story. Um, the, the story just says a car crashed into a tree. We don't, the, the fact that it was a Tesla, it doesn't matter. Cars, I'm just basing this off of my job and my little section of the area that I work in the Phoenix metropolitan area. I don't work in Phoenix, but I work around Phoenix. Uh, like the city that I work for borders Phoenix. So the calls that we go on where someone has hit something, whether it's a, a wall or a tree or, you know, light post or whatever, and they pass away. I'm not going to say it happens all the time, but it happened. It's not uncommon. And I don't ever see those stories in the newspaper. And I'm not necessarily going out there and looking for them. But as a general rule, I just don't see it. So because this is a Tesla, this is what made the news. It made the news not because two people lost their lives. It made the news because it says Tesla in it. And that makes me a little, I don't know if it makes me mad. It just makes me a little like, that's a gross headline. Two people lost their lives. It doesn't matter what the vehicle was. And the reason why it doesn't matter what the vehicle was is because we don't know the details as to why the vehicle crashed. If they were in full self-driving and it drove them into the tree at a high rate of speed, and I'm going to be honest with you, in a lot of these cases where people die, speed was involved. Alcohol not always involved or some sort of impairment not always involved or confirmed, but speed is almost a, a, a certainty. So 
56th and Grover's. That's not a residential area, I don't think. Um, 56th Street, it's kind of a major street, but the speed limit's probably between 35 and 45 at the most. So I'm not blaming these people that passed away because I don't know what happened. I'm blaming the author of this article for writing a terrible headline just for clickbait. I'll be the first to tell you if I think Tesla has done something wrong or is in the wrong in in some way, shape, or form, whether that be labor practices or or whatever. Go back and listen to the podcast. Like I've been very critical of Tesla in the past. But in this particular case, if this was a Ford, it wouldn't even make the newspaper. So where I think it's appropriate to write this headline is that if full self-driving was involved, or the car malfunctioned in some way. Other than that, this is not a news story other than two people lost their lives. That is a news story. The fact that it was a Tesla, a Ford, a Chevy, what doesn't matter what the car was, that doesn't belong in the headline. Two people lost their lives tragically because their vehicle collided with a tree. That is sad news. And in no way am I taking away from the fact that two people lost their lives. That's sad uh, just on, you know, just in general. And then that's sad when you think about the surviving family members, they have to go through that. And that is really tough. When the investigation concludes, and if there's some sort of follow-up through the newspaper or whatever, some other news outlet, I will make sure to report back to you. But as of this time right now, it's two people tragically lost their lives when their car collided with the tree. doesn't matter that it was a Tesla. That's clickbait. And I actually sent this article to a friend of mine who went to the same journalism school that this particular author did. And I was told that Cronkite taught them better than that. So they didn't know the author of the article, though. Finally, kind of in the same vein, a TikTok star, Jonathan Cook, filmed a ridiculously dangerous video of him pretending to sleep in the backseat of his Tesla while autopilot was engaged. He was also pretending to sleep in the front seat of his Tesla while the car was moving. And to make matters worse, his mother was actually filming the entire incident. I just wonder what is wrong with people. This is not like some sort of sweet flex, like, look how cool I am. This is stupid and irresponsible and on par with driving while you're impaired. We all do things when we're young, honestly, that we're not proud of when we're older. (laughs) And we're like, oh, I can't believe I got away with that. That was so stupid. But this kid and every person who does stuff like this should be charged. And I'm going to include his mother in this because she should absolutely know better. It's it's not cute. You're going to potentially kill somebody or seriously hurt someone. All because you want to get some extra views for your TikTok channel. That's dumb. And this behavior, quite frankly, is gross. Uh, misusing this technology and then comp- having a complete disregard for the human life around you. Uh, it, it honestly makes me angry. And I could go on and on, but that would just be me rambling. So let's go ahead and end the show here. I want to thank everyone for listening to the show. I hope you had a great week. I hope that this upcoming week is fantastic. It's Tesla earnings call. This is going to be a particularly exciting one for those of you who are investors because Tesla had such a great quarter. If you want to email me, you can do so at Bodie at 918digital.com. You can also find me on Twitter at 918digital. Again, thank you so much for listening and being patient with me. And in all sincerity, I appreciate every single one of you who listens to this program. Have a great week.
The best way to give someone a gift they'll never forget is to give a gift they'll always use. American Giant makes clothes that just keep getting better with age, like their iconic full-zip hoodie that's designed to last for decades. And a gift they'll wear for years is a gift that keeps on giving. But American Giant makes a lot more than just hoodies. They have impossibly comfy sweaters, classic t-shirts, soft, structured sweatpants, even classic everyday denim, all made right here in the USA, with a quality you'll have to feel to believe. Be a gift-giving giant this holiday season at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your first order when you use code GRATEFULAG23. That's 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com. Promo code GRATEFULAG23. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. <laughs> 